0: Session 266. Chapter 2. Verse 249. When Saul parted with the army, he said, God will test you with a river. Anyone who drinks from it is not with me. But anyone who does not taste it is with me, except for him who merely scoops up a little in his hand. But they drank from it, except for a few of them. Then When he and those who had faith with him had crossed it, they said, We do not have the strength to face Goliath and his troops today. But those who thought that they were going to meet God said, How many a small force has triumphed over a much greater one by God's permission. God is with the steadfast. Chapter 2 Verse 249 The phrase, Parted with the army is translated from the Arabic origin, fasal. It means to separate something from something else. Here is another example from the Quran. God says, And when the caravan parted, their father said, You may think I am senile, but I find Joseph's scent. Chapter 12, verse 94 We also use the term fasal when dividing the contents of a book into chapters. The same word, fasal, is also used to describe a group of students in one class. So, in the verse under study, the phrase, When Saul parted with the army, means when he left the camp and marched out to battle. It also means that he separated the soldiers, organized them into formation and divisions, and assigned each one a task. The verse continues, When Saul parted with the army, he said, God will test you with a river. Take note that Saul started immediately with his mission as king and military leader. He wanted to test his troops early because they were the same people who objected to his leadership and appointment as a king earlier. He wanted to make sure that he had a solid base of followers. Saul said to them, narrating God's command, God will test you with a river. Anyone who drinks from it is not with me but anyone who does not taste it is with me, except for him who merely scoops up a little in his hand. Saul explained to his army, You are on a mission on God's path. He, Almighty, will test you, and the test will be appropriate for our mission. I am only responsible for the implementation of God's command. We had explained earlier that the word test is often received negatively. That should not be the case, because a test is only a negative experience for the person who is not prepared. It would be quite a different experience if you were prepared and passed with flying colors. Saul's army was tested with a river. We understand that they must have been very thirsty. Otherwise, the test would be pointless. The fact that they were very dehydrated means that the moment they see water, they would rush to quench their thirst. God wanted to test their resolve, so He asked them to refrain from drinking. It was an exercise in discipline and self-control. Why, you may ask? We answer that a person who rushes to satisfy a desire and puts his or her needs ahead of God's command is not worthy of being in the army of God. As for the soldier who sees water and refrains from drinking despite his or her thirst, He or she is indeed worthy of carrying the banner of God. Nevertheless, Allah did not make their test too difficult. He permitted them to drink a small amount that would keep them alive. God did not completely deprive them of their needs. The purpose of the test was to prepare the soldiers for battle. During war, soldiers are exposed to all sorts of difficulties, such as scarcity of food and water. Their enemy may besiege them for weeks. In such situations, the fighter who has control over his or her desires and can survive on minimum rations is a fighter that can win wars. How did Saul's soldiers fare in their test? God says, but they drank from it, except for a few of them. It was a process of filtration where the good got separated from the bad. Recall that initially, Only a few of the Israelites joined the army and agreed to fight. God said in the 246th verse, Yet when they were commanded to fight, all but a few of them turned away. Now only a few of the few refrained from drinking. This is how Saul ended up with the cream of the crop, the best believers for the task ahead. They had the strongest faith, the most discipline, and the toughest bodies. God had selected the people best suitable to carry his banner. The verse continues, Then when he and those who had faith with him had crossed it, they said, We do not have the strength to face Goliath and his troops today. So after they crossed the river and passed all the previous tests, some of them became afraid. God interjects, But those who thought that they were going to meet God said, How many a small force has triumphed over a much greater one by God's permission. God is with the steadfast. Here we should take a few moments to examine how two groups of soldiers saw the same thing, yet came to entirely different conclusions. After crossing the river, Saul's soldiers stood opposite of Goliath's massive army. The first group of Saul's soldiers saw the enemy recognized their considerable disadvantage in numbers and equipment, and decided, out of fear, that they could not logically win this fight. They said, we do not have the strength to face Goliath and his troops today. The second group also saw the enemy, recognized the large disadvantage in numbers and equipment, but they did not fear. Why, you may ask? We answer that the second group included God in their calculations of power. They saw themselves plus God against Goliath and his army. Once you have God on your side, every opponent appears weak and insignificant. As for the soldiers who isolated themselves from their Lord, they saw themselves few against a large army. God says, But those who thought that they were going to meet God said, How many a small force has triumphed over a much greater one by God's permission? God is with The Steadfast Take note that the mere thought that they will meet their Lord made them fearless. Many battles in history were won, with God's help, by the most faithful and steadfast. God says, Remember when you said to the believers, Will you be satisfied if your Lord reinforces you by sending down three thousand angels? Indeed, if you are steadfast and mindful of God, Your Lord will reinforce you with 5,000 swooping angels if the enemy should suddenly attack you. And God arranged it so. Chapter 3, Verses 124 and 125 So, God's help started with 3,000 angels, and that number increased to 5,000 as the faithful remained steadfast and mindful. God's support comes according to the amount of patience and effort you put in. Allah's compassion increases the moment He sees you bearing hardships patiently in His path. As your strength is depleted, God's help increases. He says, how many a small force has triumphed over a much greater one by God's permission. God is with the steadfast. The Messenger said, My Lord, my people treat this Qur'an as something to be ignored. Chapter Twenty Five, Verse Thirty. Do not abandon God's Book. Please take a moment to subscribe and to share with your family and friends. Visit us at www.QuranGarden.com